You are tuning in to the Ramble On Podcast with Ramel and Derek. So today on the show, we have a very special guest, a YouTube personality and up-and-coming musical superstar in the business. On the show today, we have a very special guest. Her name is Rachel Phillips, someone we go to Waynesburg University with, someone who's very involved in the community with music, fitness, and pretty much anything you could think of. So, Rachel, how about you just tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, what you're involved in here at school, where you're from, anything you got going on in your life, and, you know, where you went to high school, and how you got to Waynesburg University. All right. Well, uh, you said it. My name is Rachel Phillip, <laughs> and I am a student at Waynesburg University. I am here, and I'm majoring in arts administration with a music concentration, so... That's a real fancy way to say music business. <laughs> um, that's that's what that is. So with that, I just learned um, more about my music and then also the business side, which is the music industry is where I want to be. So yeah. that's kind of the avenue I'm going down right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm originally from, well, I live in Pittsburgh. I grew up in both Ohio and Pittsburgh, but I live in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm just working on staying focused in school yeah. and working on writing some more music and actually delving into producing more. And where'd you go to high school? Um, started in Peters Township and then I finished in cyber school. Tell us a little bit about that, how that go. It was great. Mm-hmm. I What happened was Peters was, it was a good school, but I just felt more and more like once I hit sophomore year, I felt like I had a lot of things I wanted to work on musically. And I was teaching myself guitar, I was writing more songs, and I was starting to perform around the area. And I also felt like there was a lot of drama at my school, and I didn't want to be a part of it. Trying to get away from that. Yeah, and I I think, I guess I was just probably more mature for my age. And my older sister had done cyber school, but she did it for health reasons, because she had a condition where... Her digestive system just was awful, and she could not go to school. So yeah. she did it for that reason, but I saw how well it worked for her, how much she liked it, and I was like, hey, well, I'm trying to focus on my music. I want to get away from this drama. Mm-hmm. And I started that and finished that off senior year. And, and it was cool because I still had my friends from Peter's. Yeah. And um, like it, it, it just really worked out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Tell us a little bit about your household and like the type of family that you grew up with. And- I know you mentioned your sister and your brother a little earlier. Uh, or do you have any more siblings? I have two sisters and a brother. Okay. Two older sisters and a younger brother. My family is incredible. I love my family so much. Um, I'm like, we are so close, all of us. We just, we've always been that way. We've been close and uh, we're all kind of musical. <laughs> we all. Yeah. Pretty much all of us sing. My parents are always singing, always were singing as I grew up. I was always singing, I supposedly, as I grew yeah. up. But yeah, so there was a lot of like love in my family growing up. Mm-hmm. A lot of there was a lot of music musical influence too, so I think that influenced me mm-hmm. as far as where I'm at now. Did they did they ever kinda of push that upon you, like the music or did you kind of like... Never. <laughs> oh, I want to do this. Like, for yourself, yeah. not because of your family being as involved and yeah, as engaged. Yeah, it, it, actually, it actually was, like, all me. Because my parents, they both started out at the same college, mm-hmm. and they both were going for music. Mm-hmm. And then they both changed their majors to education. Yeah. And so now they're teachers. But 
originally they wanted to go for music, and I didn't even know that until I started having a passion for music. Mm-hmm. But I always knew that I love to sing, and if you look at home videos, as my family and I did a few months ago, mm-hmm. where I'm, I'm seriously, I'm like two years old, and I'm bouncing around <laughs> singing Christmas songs, yeah. and, and like always singing in almost every home video. Okay. So like eventually I started writing my own songs, like just on a little piece of paper, yeah, okay. and then when I learned some piano and guitar, and, and it became a reality because it was a passion. So. What kind of music were your parents into? Well, they kind of have a an, like a, an array. Um, my dad is a huge jazz guy. Yeah. He loves Sinatra and Dean Martin, Michael okay. Bublé. Okay. He's a big Bublé fan. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, a huge. I like some Bublé as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'm a huge lover of jazz. My mom, she loves she loves her her gospel music, um, and I love gospel music too. Okay. I love types of worship music and. I wouldn't say that's where most of my inspiration comes from. Mm-hmm. I would say my inspiration comes from more of the the jazzy R and B stuff that my dad likes. Yeah, okay. he, he likes he definitely likes some R and B too. Mm-hmm. So I think I get that from my dad. Was it a strict household that you grew up in? More laid back. They were strict in in ways. They 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 kept tabs on us. They yeah. always wanted us to know where we were. I couldn't really have a cell phone or I could text from until I was in like eighth grade and, <laughs> and never ever could ride in a car with anyone until I was, <laughs> I don't know, seven, no, seven not yeah. 17, like six, 16. <laughs> and, it, and it was, but they did it because, you know, they, they could have loosened up on some things, but yeah. I'm glad they didn't because they did some good parenting. <laughs> Shaped who you are today. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I know you mentioned some of the genres of music that you that your parents were into that mm-hmm. you were into growing up, but tell me some of some of your favorite artists and any anyone in the industry that inspires you. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a lot, but get your top three. So it's it's hard to say. Who's your I... go to? I mean, you get on SoundCloud or you get on YouTube or you get on any. I'm in my feelings right now. Well, uh, what am I hooking up? Who's who's <laughs> okay. going to help me out here? Well. I have my, okay, so here's the thing. I have my alternative side where I really like alternative music, yeah. and I have my, most of the time I turn any music on, it's going to be R&B, okay. hip-hop. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily rap, but I yeah. love that, like, rich R&B, like, and right now, Ariana Grande, she's That's your girl? incredible. Yeah, okay. her, her vocals are awesome, and mm-hmm. her music has that very, like, modern R&B, which is what I want to try to incorporate into my new music. Okay. That's, I, that's what I feel speaks to my soul. So I feel like it's kind of, it's just like what I take and what I am definitely most inspired by. Mm-hmm. But then I like, I like music by like Dave Matthews Band. I'm a huge DMB fan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. John Mayer. Love John so Mayer. Just, I love he's John just Mayer, so man. good. Yeah. I play his uh, Continuum album yeah. all the time, Gravity. and he's always <laughs> Gravity. Oh, what other uh, Vultures? Yes. Thank stuff, you. Um, <laughs> what what other song? Oh. Yeah, you hit a nerve Burn. now, man. You hit a nerve with that. This is what it takes to take me even higher. Hey, I don't want to even touch you. Like I do when the world keeps 
Hey, you ain't done. I know you ain't done. Because I, I, I was hanging out over there. We were talking about the sh- before the show. And he was like, do you, do you think I should, you know, have her prepare some, you know, just go acapella shrimp? Like, man, she would probably want to sing something with her guitar and right, something right, up right. like that. And I was like, oh, and he was like, yeah, she's not going to, she's not going to do that. She's not going to, sorry, sorry to let your hopes down, but she's not going to do that. And I was like, because I was listening to your music. And I don't know if you noticed, but I just followed you on SoundCloud. I just... Oh, okay. um, just subscribe to you on YouTube. Uh, yeah, yeah, so you. everyone out there, please to go and tell them, you know, your, your tags. Tell them, yeah, tell them sure. your SoundCloud, um, your YouTube. Tell them what's got the website coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got the website. Yeah, so, so lately, it, my, uh, I haven't posted anything very recent to YouTube or SoundCloud, but that's going to change very soon, mm-hmm. so you can stay tuned. But YouTube channel is just Rachel Phillip. You type in my name. Two P's. Yes, two P's. Two P's. One L. One L. And no S. So she's not the the normal Philip. We're getting this down now. Right, right, right. They go searching. They're like, yeah, that's not her. (laughs) Yeah. And then same with SoundCloud. Just type in my name, you'll find me. Absolutely. So talk a little bit about your YouTube channel. You know, starting that up and any challenges that you may have faced Mm. as a beginner. So I guess the, the main challenge was just getting a following, um, yeah. getting people to give me feedback and knowing if people liked what I was doing or not. Mm-hmm. And then when I got that, that was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm going to keep posting stuff, keep writing stuff, keep mm-hmm. doing covers because people like this. They yeah. like what I do to it. And so... That the hardest part was just getting that like gaining traction a little bit with with mm-hmm. people, but it happened and yeah. Right. What was I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. What were some of the feedback? What was some of the feedback that you were getting about your covers? Like you said, people like what you do to the mm-hmm. covers. What 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 differently? What was what was the difference? So I think I, I was very very spontaneous. Like I would take a song that was like brand new on the radio that I really liked and I would just sit down with my guitar and figure out the chords mm-hmm. and then just put it in my own style but okay. I don't think I really knew what my style was yet but I just did it my own way just so it out. Yeah. yeah so then I would upload that and people liked it so so it took me a while to realize that a lot of the covers I did I was putting them in in an either more indie kind of acoustic way or mm-hmm. R&B way and okay. I, that's kind of how I realized what in the songs I would write I realized like this is just my style, style is. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you're probably the first person I've ever heard sing like the way by Ariana Grande or like Selena Gomez like acoustically yeah like, I don't think yeah. I've ever seen where I use a guitar with it it's just straight up her voice right. so that's definitely a different tune in mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I forgot what she calls it or whatever it's called that thing you do with your your nails on the guitar I forget what that's called that makes oh. that beat I, I love that thing yeah. that's all, I don't oh, know what it's thanks. called it sounds good um, though if you play it <laughs> she's playing um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I, I don't know what it's called, but it uh, sounds great. Uh, it has a name. Does it? Bad. Just a nail thing on the guitar, uh-huh. man. Yeah. Like if if you hear it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like, play, mm, uh, it's, it's, it's something similar to do with your yeah, feet, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Hooks you up yeah, with a yeah, yeah, beat, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I like I like the sound. I don't know what it's called, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what what do you think is your signature in a song or in a 
in a piece of project that you do? Like, what is your signature? Like, what is different? What distinguishes mm. you? Mm-hmm. What distinguishes you from other, other artists, other YouTubers? I would say that I have one thing I've learned about myself because mm-hmm. I've written quite a few songs yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> over the past several years. But in every song that I write, I I notice that I really really like to make things super like kind of three dimensional. So instead of yeah, a lot of modern pop songs, I feel are two dimensional in a way that they use pretty much like the same set of chords. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a, a melody that just goes over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I feel that the songs that I write, I try to make them a little bit more interesting and intricate. So mm-hmm. you'll see like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with like music or I mean not music but music theory Mm -hmm. but um, just even speaking about chords Mm -hmm. I'll use I'll be in like the key of G and then kind of I like to kind of go into the key of E minor or something play play with it yeah you'll bounce around Mm -hmm. yeah and make it like that's what Coldplay does and that's why I love Coldplay they Coldplay and and Dave Matthews Band and there's someone else who does that that I really admire them for that. Spirit animals. Yeah, it's just like they. It's not typically. It's not boring. It's kind of just yeah, interesting. It's exciting. To the yeah. Ear. I have a question. <clears throat> of course, there's a difference between solo and collaborating. What do you like best? Like. Oh, I like both. Yeah. <laughs> and have you collabed with anybody in the past? I yes, I have. I just. It hasn't been uploaded. Okay. But I've done several shows with people, and uh, my friend, my good friend Brad from home, he, he's an amazing musician. He's just, yeah. he's very old school, traditional. He's only about five years older than us, but he's, um, he's kind of just like, a, you feel like he's a dad or something. Yeah. <laughs> but he, his style is very traditional, so he likes Johnny Cash and stuff. Yeah. So we've, we've done collabs on stuff like that, and okay. it's super cool. Uh-huh. I like it a lot. But Do you find any challenges in um, collaborating with other people? Like sometimes, if is, someone, it, is it hard to like fall on you know an agreement with something like oh I sometimes. like this but no no I like this and yeah. then it's hard to come yeah. together because y- your vision might be different from someone else's mm-hmm. vision. So someone else might hear something that they're like no let's do it this way mm-hmm. or that way and you're yeah. like no like I like it this way yeah. <laughs> so it can it can get hard. Yeah. Is there but is there, was there ever a time where you didn't experience any like compromise at all like you was just you went in you did your thing but it it went it went right along with what they mm-hmm. were doing yeah. you understand what I mean so yes uh, it definitely. just it just flew great yeah yeah there was definitely a time like that when I was in the studio. Um, last summer, and Brad, it was Brad, he did some backup guitar for me, and he just literally did it on the spot, and it was yeah. perfect. He didn't compromise anything, mm-hmm. any parts. It was, yeah, it was spot on, so. so. Is there anybody, like, any artist on YouTube that you would want to collab with or, like, get in contact with and Let's do go. a video or something? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Yeah. Because there's a lot of them. There's a lot of YouTube singers out there. Yeah, Very you know, talented, too. I have not yet... Like, lately, I haven't spent as much time on YouTube watching yeah. covers as I used to. But mm-hmm. when I used to watch them all the time, I, my favorites were... I really liked Tyler Ward. I don't know if he's still doing stuff. But he, he's... He was always pretty cool to me. Yeah. Um, you hear that, Tyler Ward? <laughs> yeah. You hear that? <laughs> I know you're in Nashville, I think, but... 
call me. Yeah. <laughs> Hit her up. <laughs> Hit her up. <laughs> she almost got 200,000 views on her page. I mean, that, that's not an easy thing to accomplish. That's true, yeah. And, I, mean, I didn't know that. But yeah, you. your, your, your <laughs> Carrie Underwood video almost has 80,000 views itself. Yeah, I, mean, I know. It's I, crazy. I, I find that that's crazy right there. Yeah, that like 80,000. Like, that's a lot. And, yeah. I mean, you almost have 2,000 subscribers. You're yeah. almost 1,700 right now. Yeah. And that's just random people that like your and music. That, and that's really just from here to time where I was doing some less than par stuff, I guess you'd say. Because yeah. right mm-hmm. now... It, I'm working harder on creating a lot of more interesting, yeah, just better stuff. Uh-huh. So I'm yeah. I'm excited to get it done and just share with people. Yeah, you know, because yeah. there's no doubt if you you definitely like you know with like full time YouTube that you you'd have like a million subscribers. Hmm. I mean, honestly, like yeah. that that that's how I feel personally. <laughs> and I mean, just getting those tidbits of her wow. singing during this and these videos and everything. I mean, one day. Remember this podcast? I'm right, right. saying it right here. First, right, right, right. A million subscribers. A million subscribers, man. Do you? A million. <laughs> One million. We'll see. We'll see. Do you do you keep an eye on that stuff? Like, do you keep an eye on your subscribers? Do you keep an eye on who views your music? Well, I used to. However, you know, I figured. Because when I, when I used to be uploading a lot, I mm-hmm. wanted to be in contact with my subscribers because mm-hmm. it was cool to me. It felt like I had fans. Like, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to give them what they wanted and hear what they had to say. Mm-hmm. And just, like, it was a nice thing. Now, after so long of not uploading anything new, I just figure, you know, if I'm not doing anything new, they're not as interested. So mm-hmm. I don't really check. But that, once again, that will change once mm-hmm. I start getting more active. So she's been, so listen, guys. She's been in a lot. Just listen. Just be patient. She's, she's been in a lot. She's been working. You know, she's 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 got some she's got some material coming out working soon. So working in the studio. Just hold tight. Just yeah. hold tight. Cause I, I didn't even realize there was a discussion spot like on everybody's page that shows literally every single comment that there's been on oh, your really? page. And I've just been scrolling down, just looking at all these comments. I I haven't even seen one negative comment about you singing at all whatsoever. I mean, obviously, there's, there's a couple weirdos out there who make some <laughs> weird comments, but a majority of them are pretty did, solid. I think I did get a marriage proposal once. Mm. There, yeah, uh, my man, Flurg3, shout out to Flurg3, will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> and I know there's another one, but uh, I'm not going to get into that. It's a little, little yeah. un-PG rated for the show. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you you got people you got people tuning in and like, looking at you, people that want to definitely... Uh, <laughs> see you, see you a little bit more. So I mean, these people definitely are taking a, a liking to some Rachel Phillip music. So yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, oh man, that that guy is creepy. All right, well. <laughs> All right, um. Do like let's ones. move. Let's move on. I have I have a question for you. Um, sure. Have you written songs for other artists? And if so, tell us a little bit about um, that experience. Oh, no, no. I have had plans to, but I haven't yet. Mm-hmm. That's something I would definitely like to do. Mm-hmm. I I feel like a lot of my songs I could, I would love to give to certain artists. Mm-hmm. And that way I feel like I'm definitely using my, like, singer, my songwriter and producer's ear mm-hmm. when I do that. Because I'm like, I feel like this song would sound better this person. I was just getting ready to ask you that. Like, do you feel comfortable telling yourself, I'm writing this piece 
and I don't I don't think I will sound great from it, yeah. like singing it. But I I do want to hear Beyonce sing, sing it or somebody else hear this person exactly. sing it or yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that's where the love. That's when you know. I think that's when you know you love songwriting mm-hmm. too. Because it's not just about you. Exactly. Yeah. What are your thoughts on touring overseas versus performing at local and domestic venues? Do you ever see yourself touring overseas? Like doing tours? Mm -hmm. The Rachel Phillip 2017 tour? (laughs) (laughs) I do. In front of thousands and thousands of people? Yeah, I think that... um, Millions. I have this... We'll probably talk about this later, but I have this thing where I can be extremely fearful, Mm -hmm. but... It's actually good for me to challenge myself. It's yeah. good for me to be um, in a place where I challenge that anxiety because mm-hmm. then it's like, I'm like, I'm here. I'm present. Like, come at me. What can you really do? Right. And I love performing. So if I were on a stage in front of thousands and thousands of people, I would just like, I would just take that shot and I would go own for it, it and, mm-hmm. be, and own it. Yeah. Own the stage. What about, what so, about dancing though? Like. Incorporating dancing and in, yeah. in some of the moving performances. I, I, Do you I've see always, doing that? yeah, I, I love to dance. I don't know if I'm any good, <laughs> but I love to dance, and I, I love, you know, the, just the whole idea of putting on a performance and yeah. providing entertainment for people. That's mm-hmm. that's just something I would love to do. But what are your thoughts on like any any music in like local and domestic venues? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's where you have to start. Yeah. Right. So. Because you've performed. What at the Mr. Small's Theater? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Down in Pittsburgh? Yeah. And then what you do, some local like coffee shops and stuff like that yeah, as well? Yeah, and then I, I did some performances at the Rex Theater. Yeah. Um, that's about as, you know, as far as I've gone so far, mm-hmm. which is cool. You know, it's been. School has taken up yeah. these past three years. It has taken up most of my time, mm-hmm. most of the free time that I would have had to use that seek out music. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's okay because this is you purpose- for, this is purposeful. So then you open for Andy Grammer though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that I mean, was that's so a, fun. That's a pretty big accomplishment yeah, on your way. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not a small artist. <laughs> no, right, right. no, he's up there in the charts. He's church. really great. Yeah. I really like him. Tell he's us, guy. tell us your thoughts on free music streaming. Because I know back in the day, people were, like, really yeah. stressing to push their CDs out, their music out mm-hmm. for sale. But now they're coming out with SoundCloud and iTunes. Yeah. You got your Apple Spotify. Music, Spotify, Tidal. Your, your music's on iTunes, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it is, it's a kind of a gray area. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a touchy subject, something that we do have to face and start talking about now that there are mm-hmm. like that uh, social media is making it possible for us to stream mm-hmm. songs without needing to buy them yeah. and pay for them however I do know that there are streaming services such as Spotify mm-hmm. that do although it is free to even the normal version of Spotify not the premium yeah. even though it's free uh, to the public the artists still get royalties and I'm not sure how that all works but as long as that happens I'm cool with it Mm -hmm. I mean personally I'm not in it for the money though so I wouldn't be like if you don't give me money and you're going to freely stream my songs I'm not going to write anymore Uh I'm always going to write I'm always going to be putting music out because these big artists I mean you look at them and they're performing all over the world and making just millions of dollars coins and stuff so I really want to think it'd be a big deal for them 
whatever they're making yeah. like a dollar per song or whatever it is per download but for someone maybe upcoming like yourself or another artist who's trying to make it do you think that may have an effect on them if they're oh. getting your music from somewhere for free rather than maybe helping you out and maybe getting that money for yeah. studio time and recording and stuff like that yeah that that's a valid point I think that that definitely does come into play however yeah I don't know actually yeah. I, I really don't because I, I know if I was a musician and somebody was like streaming my music for free even though you know everybody does it <laughs> but I don't know if there's really any stopping it but I would definitely want them to be paying for because you're putting a lot of hard work into that music you're paying for studio time to it's make these true. things sound yeah. professional mm-hmm. so that's your money that's going so you definitely want to make some money yeah. off of it as well so that's why although my music is on Spotify as yeah. well as iTunes right now. I think there is something to be said for right now where I am in my in my career mm-hmm. about not choosing not to have it available on Spotify and mm-hmm. only available on iTunes, iTunes. because yeah. there that way you can put it for a low price, but someone still just should you know, yeah mm-hmm. pitch it a little bit. <laughs> pitching yeah. a little bit for it. <laughs> you, you masterpiece yeah. act. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I know one thing um, about uh, certain websites. Uh, I'm sure it was Audio Mac or um, DJBooth.net. I'm not sure. But some of these artists, they would uh, put their project up on these platforms and they would give people the option to donate money. But the music was still free. Okay. Like, so the, what, the project was still free, free download free stream, I see. Okay. but it, it was called Name Your Price. So you just yeah. name your price. You could give in a dollar. You can give in $50 for yeah. just one download. Actually, my friend, I have a friend, Clay, who lives in Pittsburgh. He's okay. a musician. Shout out to Clay. <laughs> yeah, Clay Hartley. You're awesome. He he does that. He he listed his music on that Name Your Price, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. But that's a great way to do it. Mm-hmm. You can make money off of YouTube as well. Yes. Monetization. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, with the views you will be getting in the future along with the ones you already have, you could be making a pretty penny off that. Because, I mean, there's musicians we see. I know uh, I was showing him a couple, and, I mean, these guys got 50 million views on some of their videos and got 3 million subscribers, and they're, like, our age, but they're doing this for a living. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, that's crazy to me that you're making six figures off of YouTube and doing what you love. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I was a musician... I'd enjoy doing that all day. I'd right, 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 right. Yeah. So if you're doing something that you love and you yes. get paid to do it too and making other people's days better. Yeah. He's been reading all my pages, watching all my phases, and he's got the keys since you left me. He's been craving my attention and he's giving it to me. Oh, maybe I shouldn't. No, it's too soon And oh, I still feel lost without you Oh, it's not right But I'm too weak to fight So I'll give in to his love tonight Cause he's smooth Like the surface of my skin Oh struggled with types of anxiety like uh-huh. I had an eating disorder when I was in high school and was pretty 
severe. I was, yeah. like, anorexic. And, and then I developed, like, body image disorder. Like, I would think, I would look in the mirror and think I was, like, overweight when mm-hmm. I was severely underweight. Yeah. And so that, that went on for a long time. And I even still get that today sometimes. But it's, like, super manageable. I can mm-hmm. just tell it to, like, you're wrong. Right, right, Stop. yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> that's kind of what started things. And then... And then I, I had mild anxiety that just, I could deal with it. Like, it was just nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. But then, like, this past year, last summer, I started dating Drew. I We had some issues at the beginning, and I probably won't talk about that in here, but just things happened in, like, my brain mm-hmm. that I, it's like, it was like a chemical switch or something, I swear yeah. to God, like, Everything just changed in how I viewed things in my, and some of, most of that was good, but then I also developed this like guilt complex for things I had done in my past mm-hmm. that I, I really, really struggled with. Things that weren't even so bad, mm-hmm. but because I wanted to be so perfect and I, this was perfectionism, I felt bad about the smallest thing. Yeah. And so it, it's a real thing. When when I say I started developing OCD, it was real. Like it, and it, and I still have it. Yeah. <laughs> it's I I can manage it now, but it was horrible in the summertime. I felt like I was losing my mind. I I would wake up anxious, which mm-hmm. is just not good. Yeah. Like you don't want that to happen. And I didn't understand it because mm-hmm. really what was happening was I had just a, my anxiety had been it had like flipped a switch. I started seeing a therapist, and he we, we talked all about this. And he basically helped me understand that I was probably born with, like, this high level of anxiety that could potentially be turned on depending on your circumstances. And so I think what happened with Drew and I was there was just something that... Triggered it. Triggered it. And, and it, it just happened like that. And all of a sudden, everything was so hard to deal with, and mm. I was scared of myself. I had all these irrational fears I thought all oh, these crazy things during the summertime that I couldn't get out of my head like mm-hmm. I'm, it's hard to explain like I'm just being totally honest yeah. with you guys it's hard to explain because it sounds irrational mm-hmm. when I explain it but basically I can explain it like this so if you fear something if if fear comes into your head with the person who has OCD it suddenly becomes real even if it's even if you know it's not real. Uh-huh. It's like the fact that it even showed up in your mind, your mind plays this trick on you where it's like, oh, it's in your head. It must be important. It must mm-hmm. be real. Like, yeah. you need to feel anxious about this right now. Mm-hmm. You need to prove that this isn't real, but you can't prove it because certainty doesn't exist in this world. So mm-hmm. so I had to deal with a lot. I dealt with feelings that I was going to die, that I was going to hurt my family when you know how much I love them yeah mm-hmm. just intrusive thoughts that were really so terrifying because they were not me mm-hmm. it wasn't me and just sort of taking taking control totally yeah and I I really fought like suicidal thoughts in the summertime I was like why is this happening to mm-hmm. me like I just want to feel happy again mm-hmm. I want to feel like just okay but I couldn't something had really just really just taken me Mm -hmm. and uh, I didn't want to go on medication because I don't like I I didn't want to be like using medication and rely so much on it that when you 
weren't taking it, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of kind of relapsed. Yeah, you know? right. So I didn't want to do that. I was like, I started seeing a psychotherapist, which is just a fancy term for someone who does cognitive behavioral therapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So someone who like actually works through your problem and scares you to get you out of it. Mm-hmm. So. He's awesome. Yeah. He's this, like, big Russian guy. And yeah. like, says, he'll be like, what's your fear? And I'll tell him, he'll be like, that. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so blunt, so yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. That's my type yeah. of dude, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. have to have a conversation yeah. with him. <laughs> so badass. He's, he's, yeah. He is badass. But he really helped me. Like, we met all throughout the summer. And he helped me basically through exposure response therapy. Mm-hmm. So... By exposing yourself to the fear, you see that it's actually not so scary. Mm-hmm. And eventually, um, well, it's hard at first. It's really, it's terrifying at mm-hmm. first. But then you see that there's nothing to fear. You see that your fears aren't true. So, mm-hmm. like, but just the fear there. There was just, there are little things. Explain more of that, you know, being in a relationship mm-hmm. versus being alone. I, I know that's maybe a little scary for you because being alone you have no one to talk to you have mm-hmm. no one to escape to maybe your family but your family isn't isn't like having that significant other right. where you can always yeah. run to they don't provide that same sort of love that yeah. it, that your boyfriend may you know, right. provide for you tell us a little bit about that being in a relationship and going through that versus being alone and being single right. so i would say that being it's been a weird dynamic because there a lot of my anxiety and my fears kind of started when I started dating uh-huh. my new boyfriend. But it wasn't his fault. It was just, like, I allowed things to affect me a certain way. Mm-hmm. And now I have this, you know, this just kind of extreme anxiety that I am managing. And it has gotten better. Yeah. Praise God. And, you know, this OCD that he just, he knows all of it. He knows, I've told him everything, Mm -hmm. even things that I'm like, you would think I'm crazy for telling him because you're like, he would break up with you if you told him that, but I know he won't because it's this unconditional love and -hmm. and I know that, he knows that anything I tell him, it's just coming out of a place of actual fear on Mm -hmm. my part. So it's something that I, you know, so so we have a really good, we have really good communication. Mm And talking with him, I can tell him more than I can tell my parents. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, that that guy, he knows every single thing about me. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, I can't, I cannot tell you one thing he doesn't know. So he knows the things that I regret. He knows the things that I am embarrassed about. He knows. Anxious about. Yeah, mm-hmm. anxious about. about yeah, he yeah. knows it all. And, Things that I wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable talking to my parents about, he, mm-hmm. he knows. So that's kind of, that's the difference there, being in a relationship versus being alone. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you can talk to your parents when you're single. But y- there's some things you're just like, my parents are just not going to understand this. Right, and, right, yeah. and that's fine. But sometimes a significant other, when, you, when you're that close, when you're, like, best friends and you're not going to judge each other, mm-hmm. that's the kind of love that you want because then you're not afraid. One thing I wanted to bring up about relationships that we talked about on a previous episode, if you weren't in a relationship, do you think that would affect your music or where you were going in your career with your music or your dreams that you're striving for at all? Mm. Good question. I think, actually... I think being in a relationship has, (laughs) 
well, I'll put it this way. My, my current relationship, Drew motivates me a lot in mm-hmm. my music. Cool. He supports me, backs me, and that means a lot to me. And he even, like, he does things for me that I wouldn't be able to do on my own without him mm-hmm. for my music, which is really sweet of him, and he doesn't have to do that. So in that way, he makes things easier for me, and he helps motivate me. Now, in the past, when I've had some crappy boyfriends, yeah. they've mm-hmm. been that motivation for me to write some good songs. Yeah. <laughs> they've so been that I can it. write, like, some of the songs I've written have been about just guys that didn't treat me well. Yeah. So. It's the reason I ask it, because I think I see a lot of people who get into relationships and they stop trying to chase the dream they're yeah. going after just because of that. Mm-hmm. Maybe not necessarily because their significant other doesn't support them, mm-hmm. but they feel like all their time just needs to be in the relationship yeah. and they don't need to focus on anything else. But it's good that you have a relationship where your boyfriend can support you and push you towards what you want to accomplish in life also. Yeah, yeah, th- that's a good point. I mean, a, a lot of relationships do definitely kind of... You do give up on some of your dreams when you get into a real committed relationship because mm-hmm. like you said like all your attention then goes towards yeah. that relationship but but I think we have a good balance my question to you is I know you explained a little bit about your therapy I know you explained mm-hmm. a little bit about you know being able to escape to the important people in your life and share your thoughts and yeah. your emotions and whatever you're going through with them some of the some of the private things that you wouldn't share with other people other than your boyfriend and your family yeah. I mean your closest friends but what were some of the other things that helped you relieve some of that anxiety and that stress and yeah. physical exercise yeah. lifting running those things get me they just kind of lift me out of my head for mm-hmm. a while and I focus more on other parts of my body yeah you know makes kind of kind of makes sense like when I'm lifting, I'm focusing on how good it feels to like feel like I'm getting stronger. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not as much in my head. When I'm running, I like to run outside, mm-hmm. and I just kind of get lost in the yeah. nature. Mm-hmm. And I like that runner's high. Mm-hmm. So exercise is super effective for anxiety. And they'll always tell you that. And you always think it's cliche to say, but it's really true. Mm-hmm. So physical exercise... Let's talk a little bit about more about running. Um, yeah. I began running uh, for the love of it. Um, yeah. Last year <clears throat> when I was training for football. Okay. And uh, I know that I was required to sprint a lot, but I just couldn't get away from distance running. I really loved distance running mm-hmm. and certainly road running. So just getting out yeah. on the road out where the traffic is and just running. I like that um, Running for three miles, four miles, five miles. And eventually I got up to my longest run ever without stopping. And it was at night. It was from work to my house. And that was a total of, I think, 11, a little over 11 miles. Jeez. Um, wow. Now, <laughs> my typical route was like five, a little over five miles long. But on the way home, I thought I'd switch up the route a little bit. So I went up the road that I usually go, but I went the long way around my house okay, yeah. and came right back. So if people out there from Penn Hills are listening, I went right up Frankstown, <laughs> onto Salzburg, down on the Universal, and back on the road I rode. Uh, for those who are from Penn Hills and know that area, uh, that's, that was my route. And it was at least, like I said, it was a little over 11 miles. Almost a half a marathon is what That's I was. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. 
Good so for you. Tell us, tell us a little about you know your running style, what you like to do, what kind of things you like to do, exercising, um, so sprinting or I do, I do treadmill like a lot or anything. I don't mind the treadmill, mm-hmm. but I definitely prefer outdoor running. Mm-hmm. There's just something that stimulates my mind, and I can get lost. I can really, truly get lost when I'm running outside, like in my mind, mm-hmm. and it feels good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I you running on the street? You, you running in the woods? Where are you running out? I, well, huh. Trails. I try not to run in the woods anymore because of some of the... <laughs> anymore? Because <laughs> <laughs> some of the things... Like some of the comments we just yeah. read on YouTube. <laughs> 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 so All right. <laughs> okay, yeah. So that even more a reason. <laughs> so we're staying out of the woods. Right, right. But staying I out of the woods. I like to run like on a wooded trail, like mm-hmm. something pretty. There's a the Montour Trail. I think you know what it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know? Trail? I'm not really familiar with Montour. Okay. Uh, I've been to a football field out there, and that's it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm not really familiar. Well, it's just a trail that runs through, uh, runs through Peters and. A bunch of goes all the way down to DC townships, yeah, and all the way to DC. Wow. Yeah. So it is very, very pretty trail. Uh-huh. I love to run there. So mm-hmm. when I'm home, I run there. When I'm here on campus, I I like to run outside, but it can get sketch. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> especially right now, it's too cold. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I, I uh, take advantage of the treadmill mm-hmm. just because it feels good to run. Mm-hmm. What were some of the longest run? Like, do you run for distance? Do you run for? I so I was for a while last year. I kind of did some training. I thought I was going to join cross country here. Okay. So, I did, I was Coach Hardy was sending me plans each week, yeah, and okay. I would try to follow those. And I think my Just longest run. Through. Yeah, I think my longest run was eight miles. Nice. Um, yeah, I don't remember what my time was. But that was really, I felt really accomplished. I was mm-hmm. like, I can't believe I ran eight miles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That's just what I remember thinking. Yeah. Like, I'm done. Until you, until you push yourself to that limit. And like yeah. you said, when you lose yourself, mm-hmm. when you lose your mind yeah, and you like don't. in a way, and um, you, you just kind of just drift off and you just don't feel it. You, don't, you just feel numb to the yeah. pain, to how you feel in your chest yeah. and how tired you are. You're just so, so numb to all that and you just run yeah. because you know it feels good. It's, it's, your, it's your medicine. Yes. You understand what I mean? It's your drug. So yeah. and, you and do you ever like daydream float. when you're running? Because I, I daydream. I think I about I think about some things, but I don't really like daydream. I'm just being quiet because I, I don't run. I don't run. <laughs> sorry, baby. Sorry. I, 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 wait, I just I do that thing, you know, where you listen to music and I okay. like, think I'm in a music video and I'm like, Whoa. okay, right, right, right. <laughs> so you, your imagination just runs hair, wild. The wind blowing her hair back. <laughs> exactly. I just feel so good. I'm Hello. like, I'm, I'm on top of the world. Jamming. <laughs> What's yeah. your uh, What's your go to music? What, what type of music do you mm-hmm. like to work like to listen to while you're working out? For know, sure, yeah. rap. Rap. No John Mayer working out. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I really can't. I really can't. I'm really into this new artist, K Forest. K Forest. I know K Camp. Okay, he's really really good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Camp. On Twitter, he only has about four thousand followers, but okay. well, whew, underground. He, his raps. They are good. Yeah. They're they're sick. Like the the beat there's something about them. Okay. They just they're very I don't know the word. 
you have to Speaks look him up. To you. K Forest. Look up the song K- Link. 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 Okay. We can play it after this because it's got it. All right. All right. It's real good. So. So yeah, I, I like to listen to some tasteful rap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something to run to. Yeah. Something to lift to. Mm-hmm. Now, tell me a little bit about you know lifting and how you got into like weightlifting who 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 kind of influenced you did you sort of just look at videos and like that's how you got attracted or well ever since I was in you know like freshman year of high school I would I had an interest in well even middle school I had an interest in exercise in general okay and then high school I started doing more of the I started working more isolated areas of my body, so okay. like, you know, like the abs, the booty, the okay. arms. So, so then it became more of like instead of just doing cardio, I was now focused on toning yeah. a lot. And then it wasn't until about like senior year of high mm-hmm. school that I really started lifting, and I wasn't quite sure how to do everything yet. And then this guy right here, Derek, okay, okay. he when I got here, he <laughs> yeah. really helped me a lot Hooked with some things. Yeah. yeah. He taught me a lot. So what was what were some of those things? Be specific. What were some of those things, Derek? Derek I mean, I, I remember when we used to have a lot of like late night workout sessions. Okay. Yes. And, you know, a lot of a lot of bike rides. You know, okay. we'd just be chilling up there on the cardio bike, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. cruising, man. Yeah. He, you, you helped me. Um, there was one time too where you, you spotted me the first time I squatted with the, the Smith machine. bar in the dungeon. Yeah, in the dungeon. In not, the dungeon. Not okay. Time, but okay. Like the free. Like that yeah. was like the first time I ever really squatted heavy with. <laughs> I don't know if it was the first time, but one of the times we were down there yeah. <laughs> lifted, the, se- the security guard, Dale, came in. Yeah. So Dale was just chilling at the door, and Ray, she's just squatching. I'm just behind her, spotting her. Yeah. And I'm looking over at Dale, and he's just... <laughs> <laughs> he just walked. He's like, good form, good form. Keep going. Yeah, right, right, right. right. So I was just, like... Close I was doors. so embarrassed. <laughs> I was watching like, all right, my man, take it easy, have a good night. <laughs> Shout out to Dale. <laughs> oh, we love yeah. You. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he he was just watching. But no, she she's been working the yeah. past couple of years, and you know, that's why she got where she is today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think like I have a love for lifting just mm-hmm. because it you know how it makes you feel it makes you feel good it makes mm-hmm. you feel strong mm-hmm. and then obviously you look good mm-hmm. uh, you look plus you eat healthy too yeah you eat extremely healthy yeah yeah sometimes i just co- totally throw it out the window and i'm like give me all the cookies but you're a sweet lover well i actually just recently learned i have low blood sugar so what yeah. is that hyper Ten or no 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 um, hypoglycemia Gly- hyper glycemia like, yeah, yeah it's where if I don't get it's kind of like it could have not diabetes but it's yeah I remember I, my parents used to think I had diabetes when mm-hmm. I was little because I had these symptoms but um so I, I like sugar but if I eat too if I eat it if I eat too much or too fast okay. so like even if I eat one cookie it will make me sweat i'll get nauseous Mm. it's weird Mm -hmm. but so so sweets i guess i love sweets but what's your one go-to sweet Mm. okay you go you go two months without some what do you go to the store and grab brookstone dark chocolate covered ikai berries Ooh, that, that's so. That's not you don't just grab a Snickers. That's a that's an answer right there (laughs) you meant acai acai berries that's a french word 
I had to get you. I had to get you because I I spoke French French in high school. I'm sorry. (laughs) So I had to get you. I'm glad. I'm glad. I feel like. You learned something today. You learned something. Now say it again. I see. I see bears. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. I see. I see. Yeah. I see. Okay, cool. I love I see bears. So good. Chocolate, the dark, yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite. No, I didn't know what was I No, because I'm thinking of something else. I was thinking of the cookies. The, the, you, were, um, you were busy thinking about how I said that. I'm a little chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're right, you're right, you're right. But no, uh, when you said Brookside, I'm thinking of a different brand that had the sugar, uh, the, the shortbread cookies. Yeah, yeah. It's a light brown package. And it has, I don't know, but Brookside, yes, the white bag, flat bag. Yes. And, oh, God, I tear those things up. Me you guys too. are weird. <laughs> you, guys oh, are you guys believe, like, like I, I was finals are over, like, I'm treating myself getting a whole bag. I'm not a dark Where do you get them from? You can get I know them Costco anywhere. has them, yeah. Yeah, I usually shop at, like, Walmart or Giant Eagle, okay, so they usually have them both places. That answer yeah. surprised me. I'm gonna grab a Milky Way, grab a you know, <laughs> Snickers. I love Milky Ways. I, uh, I like a lot of sweets though. don't appeal to me as much anymore because I've yeah. been so I've been increasing my protein so much, so mm. my body craves that instead of sweets. So when I okay. think about sweets, I, I'm either craving like a protein bar or like chocolate covered fruit, which okay. is still very yeah. sweet, but it's chocolate like not strawberry. it's not like not like a candy bar or something. Mm-hmm. I used to love cereal. Yeah. I haven't eaten cereal in like years. Yeah. I messed with some lucky charms. This is a lucky charm. But I I used to love it like yeah. it's not that I just don't want to eat it. It's just like That's not what you eat. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's like you're not used anymore. to it. Yeah, you're not used it's to it. It's kinda sad because yeah. used to be my thing, but I guess it's better. It's I don't better think it's it. sad at all. I think um, for your body. you just yeah, you just reach better. a certain point of maturity, whereas uh, and discipline as well. You could look at something and you know it's not good for you. Yeah. And you say, hey, snap out of it. Yeah, you know, let's like, pick something better. Yeah. And you're able to do that with a split split of a second, whereas people. They fail to do that. They fail to look at something, look at a sweet, look at a Milky Way, look at yeah. a Snickers bar. No one is bad for them, but mm-hmm. still, without even knowing, they pick it up, they eat it, and they realize, they're like, oh, my God. Yeah. There goes today's workout. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so they're they're not able to fight that, you know? And, you're, and yeah. your body really is your temple. It's all that you have. Yeah. you got to treat it with respect. You only get one of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, when you fuel it with things that aren't really like meant to be fueled, mm-hmm. yeah. your body's gonna obviously. It's just there's a lot Reaction of things that are gonna way, yeah. yeah. Digestive system gets all messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stomach gonna be rumbling. Right, mm-hmm. and of course, like excess weight gain. Mm-hmm. People, we just we know that that's not something we like in our society, yeah. and it's not healthy either. So. Yeah, that's that's one thing that I could always go off about obesity mm-hmm. in yeah. America because it's a big issue. It is a big issue. It's a big issue. But what about I mean, having a routine, having a healthy uh, lifestyle, a healthy mm-hmm. <laughs> um, having having sort of a, a healthy routine with eating. Yeah. And you go ahead and you slip up. You may eat a bowl of ice cream with. Uh, yeah. It chocolate syrup and uh, put, some, <laughs> put some sprinkles in there. And, uh, nice little Sunday for yourself. You slip up, 
do you ever beat yourself up about it? Like, do you ever say, gosh, amazingly like, enough, it's so fat. Like, <laughs> no, see, amazingly enough, I used to do that a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. Oh, my gosh. You you would have hated me during my eating <laughs> disorder because I was always just like, I'm so fat, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, anything I would eat, even if it was a piece of fruit, I mm-hmm. thought it was making me fat. Uh-huh. Now, there are several, I mean, there's a few times where maybe, like, Drew and I are... Like Saturday night, we're like eating ice cream, and I'm just like, I feel so fat. But it's it's not it's more of a silly yeah. thing mm-hmm. now, and it, I don't really believe that. I I definitely allow myself to just enjoy things because mm-hmm. life is too short, right. and as long as your diet is pretty much healthy, like eighty five ninety percent of the time, mm-hmm. you can afford that like ten percent of just being kind to yourself right. and and like. Treating yourself because that's what life is about. Right. And, yeah, and, and, yeah, and I'm sure another thought that pops up in your mind uh, in response to that is you can easily control that. You know, like yeah. you can easily eat something and slip up and then lose that the next day or the next yeah. week. You yeah. can really walk. It, 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 it sort of makes the challenges for you. Like, you know, it's, it's okay, so if I really want to lose this amount of weight in this amount of, amount of time, mm-hmm. that, that puts a challenge in front of you. Great. And so like it, it depends on how strong or how weak you are as far as will, having willpower and having discipline right. and staying committed to something. So if you're working out for a good while and you miss a day, the next day are you able to tell yourself, oh, you know, I'm going to take another day off. And create a habit of it, or are you going to just say, you know what, let me bounce right back? I, you know, it's really funny you're saying this right now because the, I am, I'm just like that. I always bounce right back, mm-hmm. always. I used to beat myself up if I missed a single day, mm-hmm. and then I realized that actually missing a day is good because then my muscles can grow. Need some rest. Yeah, need some rest. But the past couple weeks, I have been like painfully busy, and mm-hmm. this week I have not been to the gym yet. I'm going tonight. Yep, yep. And I was like, okay. I just... Might see you there. I, good. No, yeah. I am going to... So I'm not going to... I might not. Might, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. see you there. I'll be there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll certainly come good. to it. Mm. Oh, shoot. Lift each yeah. other up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so I was... You can you can even ask, like, my boyfriend, my roommates. Like, I was beating myself up earlier. I was like, I just, like, hate myself. I haven't been to the gym yet. I've just been... So busy, and when I'm not busy, I'm exhausted, and I have no energy to even just walk down yeah. at the gym. So, yeah. and, I, and I'll take a nap, and I, I hate myself for it. But then I'm like, but this is my body telling me rest. Like mm-hmm. you are stressed and you're exhausted, and I know I'm stressed and exhausted, but I physically can't walk to the gym because mm-hmm. typically I'll make time for it, even if I don't feel good. Yeah. But I. It's been rough this week, so... But I feel good right now, so Mm -hmm. I'm going to go after this and get back on track for the week. Tonight, tomorrow, Sunday. Mm -hmm. The day after that. Yeah, and then the day after that. (laughs) And and really, for me, I think missing a few days of working out doesn't feel so bad because diet truly is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. As long as you are still being 
you're still moving yeah. and you're eating well, you can mm-hmm. afford to miss a few days of workouts. Yeah. It's not really going to hinder your mm-hmm. progress. Abs are made in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we all can, can agree that working out can instill that confidence within yourself, something yeah. that at one time you were struggling with, yes. uh, self-confidence. And you said that, that working out really builds that self-confidence. You feel really good about yourself. Yeah. And you see yourself as truly who you are, not yeah. something the complete opposite. So it's very, very essential. Working yeah. out, physical and mental health. Yeah. Yes. There you have it. Coming up next. So my quote is anonymous. It is, the quickest way to acquire self-confidence is to do exactly what you are afraid to do. Mm. Nice. Goes back to what you were talking about earlier. Nice. Yeah. I like being, that. Being fearful of something and then finally facing that. Yeah. yeah. Every Just day. Doing it because you then have power over it. And you have power over the fear. And yeah, you yeah. can't be fearing. Stay tuned. just want to thank everybody for tuning in once again we're gonna close out the show with our motivational minute with myself for mel and rachel i'll go ahead and uh share my little piece of motivation i have two quotes today the first one uh doesn't really have any specific author it's sacrifice a few years of partying for decades of freedom and then the next one is from drake which kind of goes along with it as well it's work until your idols become your rivals. And I think, especially with you in the music industry, I mean, these people you look up to, like, you could be up against them one day and trying yeah. to take their spot as well. So there's definitely a lot of room for you to take over this world in the music right. industry. Yeah. What do you sure. got? I got um, just one quote, and I'm on BrainyQuote.com. <laughs> Shout out to BrainyQuote. <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot of graphics and, you know, photos with their quotes on them. So this one is, A strong, positive self-image is the best possible preparation for success by Joyce Brothers. Mm. So I think that that really sums up, you know, what we talked about earlier. Self-image, self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Loving uh, yourself. Loving yourself. Uh, that's very important. And yes. you have to have a strong, positive self-image in order to proceed and in order to go further, you know. Mm-hmm. And be successful. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So my quote is anonymous. It is, the quickest way to acquire self-confidence is to do exactly what you are afraid to do. Mm. Nice. Goes back to what she was talking about earlier. Nice. Yeah. I like being, that. Being fearful of something and then finally Attacking facing it. that. Yeah. yeah every Just day. Doing it because you then have power over it. You have power over the fear. And yeah. you yeah. can't be fear anymore. I, I think that's how I was with public speaking. Like going into yeah. sophomore year before I took my business and professional speaking class. I didn't. I was petrified of public speaking and speaking in front of others. Stage now, right. you could throw me in front of 10,000 people. Now, I'll go motivate the heck out of them. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. It doesn't bother me mm-hmm. anymore, man. It's something I enjoy doing, yeah. motivating, inspiring others. And, like, I attacked that fear. Mm-hmm. I went to that class, you know, owned it, came mm-hmm. out of it, bettered my skills, continued to practice each and every day, talking to others and being inspirational and just attacking that fear. It's, it's a big, yeah. big key concept. <laughs> That's what it takes. Yeah, we definitely want to thank you for taking the time out, coming down to our room and uh, yeah, it's cold weather. Yeah, just kicking it with us and having a good chat. It was really fun. It was yeah. nice to just talk about things and be vulnerable and that's cool. Yeah. 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 There you have it. Another episode of Ramble On with Ramel and Derek is in the books. Thanks for tuning in and be sure to subscribe to our podcast on YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Thanks.